Welcome to episode 91 of the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. If you're looking to understand and end emotional eating and want to have peace with food, you are in the right place. We focus on intuitive eating and help you feed your soul. I am Kim McLaughlin, your host. I'm a psychotherapist, author, speaker, and a former long-term dieter. In today's podcast, we're discussing nighttime emotional eating. We're going to talk about why we overeat at nighttime, three strategies to stop nighttime overeating, and quick doables to make some changes in that nighttime eating without dieting. Let's get started. Today, what we're talking about is nighttime eating. And I realized when I thought of this topic that nighttime eating is not um, something that we talk about a lot, or I don't talk about it in this group or in my podcast, in the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I haven't talked about it much, but it is often what I talk about with clients because there are things that happen with nighttime eating that really are concerning to people, to people that I work with that binge eat, that overeat, that emotionally eat. It shows up in the evening and it becomes really confusing and um, difficult to manage. So let's talk about what nighttime is. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Kim McLaughlin. I am from Feed Your Soul with Kim, the podcast. I am from Feed Your Soul Unlimited, my website. I have a blog. I have a book. There's a lot of things that I do. I work with people, then they're feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, and overloaded, and it shows up in overeating. And one of the forms of overeating that it shows up in is nighttime eating, mostly, you know, nighttime overeating. What I hear, the stories that I hear are, I come home from work, I relax generally in front of the television and I binge and I can't stop eating from the moment I get home until the moment I go to bed. This is a story I hear a lot and there is such confusion and kind of anger at them. People will kind of be angry at themselves and really frustrated that they don't stop, that they can't stop. And so this becomes a huge problem because it's just, uh, it kind of feeds on itself where I eat, then I eat some more and then I eat some more and then I eat some more. Like I said, a lot of times it's at on the couch. So it could be snacks it also could be eating dinner on the couch. It could be having sweet things while you're sitting on the couch or in the chair watching television. And it just doesn't feel good because you end up eating more than you want. And also it becomes a um, kind of overly full and, and feeling heavy. That was what I was thinking of is like feeling overly heavy because you're eating. And when you're feeling overly heavy, you don't want to get up and do anything. So that becomes a problem. The other thing I hear is when, when I ask people about it is there is this thing that happens where you have lunch and then there's stress throughout the day and then come home five or six and have a snack and feel really tired. And there is this overwhelm from the day that then shows up in overeating. I remember lots of times, lots of times coming home from work and getting a bag of this, that, or whatever, and just 
laying on the couch. I didn't sit on the couch. I laid on the couch because I was so tired and so overwhelmed and just, I wanted to de-stress. This was what I thought was that if I came home from work stress, then I could de-stress by laying on the couch, watching television, binge watching television and binge eating. And I thought that was the way that I could de-stress. And what we'll talk about in a little later is how that really doesn't de-stress us. It actually adds more stress because then we feel upset with ourselves because we've overeaten, but also not feeling good in our bodies because we're not eating food that feels nourishing or doing things that are nourishing with food nor nurturing of ourselves when we get home from work. So those are things that are a problem. The other thing that I find that happens that leads to nighttime eating is feeling bored and lonely. This happens a lot. I I find that it happens with people when they're married, when they're in partnership, and when they're not, that it doesn't matter that you necessarily have somebody living with you, but there are these times of feeling really bored and lonely and food becomes a companion. This happens a lot. And so I would really encourage you as you listen to these ideas, start thinking about which are yours, because depending on what's going on, the answer to what to do can be a little different. But just notice if that might fit for you, that bored, lonely, that absolutely used to fit for me is bored, lonely, come home, just lay on the couch and eat. Hi guys, this is Kim, and I want to let you know that the Emotional Eating Solutions eight-week course is open now. You can find it on my website at feedyoursoulunlimited.com. Go to the Work With Kim tab and click on that. This is the time to get peace with food, and I know this course will help you. You also can find the link in the show notes to the Emotional Eating Solutions eight-week self-study course. Also in the evening time is just not having foods that feel like your right food. Um, especially like if you're on a diet, the diets will tell you what foods to eat, what you can have, what you can't have, what are good foods, what are bad foods. And you then eat according to what you're told to eat. And that can lead to either that night nighttime eating or other nights nighttime eating because you're not feeling satisfied. There's really a need with food that we're having satisfaction. And oftentimes my experience is, is diet food was really not tasty and didn't fill me up. I remember that um, I would eat on diets. What I was told was if I ate my calories or my, um, my points by seven o'clock that we should just go to bed. So the idea is, is that if you ate your amount of food and you're still hungry, just go to bed. And I remember really thinking about how ludicrous that was because I'm not going to bed at seven o'clock and I literally am hungry. And I kept thinking, so you want me to go to bed when I'm hungry? That doesn't make sense to me. And that set me up for binging later on. So that, you know, just wonder is your nighttime eating about earlier or earlier in the um, the evening or another night you had less food or you had your quota and then you're telling yourself I can't 
that's really being in that starvation mode. And if that's what's coming up for you, we have, we do a lot of podcasts on Feed Your Soul with Kim where we talk about dieting and we talk about food satisfaction. So I would suggest you go look that up. I'll leave that in the comments below about where the podcast is so you can go listen if you have any of that coming up for you. Another is that leads to overeating, and I hear this a lot, is staying up late, staying up too late. And then um, you stay up late. And so the amount of hours that you're up are a lot of hours. And then you just feel hungry. And there's less um, inhibitions when it's later at night and you're really hungry and like, oh, bring on the food. I'm I'm really hungry. So you're more willing to eat later at night because you're kind of beginning to be what we call dysregulated in your body where you're not having food at regular times during the day and eating really late. So your body is kind of like, wait, we're staying up and we're eating, but we're going to go to bed. And so your body can be a little confused and that can be really a problem. The other thing is with nighttime eating is television eating. I, I just had this as its own separate category because we can just sit in front of the television and mindlessly eat. You know, what people tell me is, Kim, I'm fine all during the day. I'm fine at work. I'm fine. It's when I get home. Well, because we're that mindless eating during the the evening time, because for lots of different reasons. And once again, we're going to talk about that. And when we talk about what you can do, but television eating can be a really huge problem that can lead you to overeat. And so I would just wonder with you if the overeating is happening while you're watching television and that that might be a clue to what we could do differently or to what's going on so that you can have a different plan of action. Let me see. So those are the things that can lead to nighttime eating. This is so common. And the biggest thing I find is that when people often will come home from work and feel so stressed from the day and really the the stress from the day earlier in the day shows up at nighttime in overeating and binging and and oftentimes then that television watching to de-stress. So what I want you to consider is is your nighttime eating and overeating a reflection of feeling stress earlier in the day because then I mean we can a- attack it at the level of the food in the evening or we can look at what's going on during the day that's leading you to overeat that is a concern, right? It's not being dealt with. And so what we're doing in order to take care of ourselves emotionally later in the day is to eat. And that is emotionally. And it's one of the signs of emotional eating. And it it literally doesn't help the emotions, right? If you're feeling stressed, confused, anxious, overwhelmed at work. And the only way you know to manage those feelings is to come home and eat. You're not affecting the anxiety and the overwhelm and the stress and the confusion because the food doesn't take care of those feelings. It does make you feel better for a little bit of time, but it doesn't deal with the feelings that happen at work during the daytime. It it doesn't help. So you're really causing another problem to show up because then you're upset with yourself that you're overeating at night and your tummy might feel overly full and you might 
um, have difficulty sleeping and feel angry with yourself that you've overeaten and then blame weight gain on on that overeating. So just think about it. Is, is your overeating at nighttime having to do with stress from the daytime? So kind of consider that. I want to go into some ideas about what to do. Obviously, I can't go into all of the ideas. I have a whole course, Emotional Eating Solutions, which I'll link down in the comments. But with Emotional Eating Solutions, we go through these all step by step and everybody makes a plan for their particular way that they show up with their binge eating and emotional eating so that they can have a plan of action about what they're going to do. This is a great opportunity for you to start thinking about what are the problems that happen at nighttime with food. And then I'll give you some clues about what you can do. If you find that this is an ongoing problem that is tough to solve, I suggest you go to Emotional Eating Solutions, the, the course that we have, and join us. So what to do with nighttime eating? First, what are the feelings that are going on? And let's identify them. Start naming those feelings that are happening. And that means having this earlier conversation with yourself before you start to eat is like, well, what's going on? How am I feeling? How am I doing? And that that conversation can also happen after if you find that you emotionally emotionally ate and overate, like looking back and going, okay, let me be the detective and go, what will, so what was going on for me that led me to do that? That was really a big thing for me. And it's been for my clients is to just reflect back on, so what was going on? What led me to do that behavior and to start recognizing what is going on so then you can do something about it. Because if it's feelings that are leading you to overeat, well then let's take care of those feelings and let's you know fix those and have a way to take care of them. So that would be one thing is to start recognizing and noticing the feelings that are coming on before you overeat. The other thing to do is what I find is sometimes we're, off on our food during the day where what I mean by that is what I find when I talk to people in in my programs is that there's really a pattern of how we eat throughout the day. There's a general pattern and it's not the, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner at certain times. It's your pattern of what what time eating is at. Mine is like I, I eat generally about eight or nine o'clock. I have a little something and then I generally have a snack at about 11. I eat lunch at about one. I then have another little snack about three or four. Generally that snack is more of a protein and dinner about seven. So there's this rhythm of how I eat. How do I know that? Not because a diet told me, because I've monitored and, and checked in with my food throughout the day and I have a general idea about what my body needs. I still check in with my body every day to find out what do I really need that day, but there's a general pattern. And what I find is when we overeat at nighttime is one of the things we're doing is missing that pattern, missing that pattern throughout the day. We do that in Emotional Eating Solutions around what we call the food mood log. So we start logging in and seeing what what food we're eating through the day and how hungry and full we are and 
what what we do with food in order to start making some decisions about what really is my body needing because then we can start checking in with our body the other thing that i think of i'm just giving you lots of random suggestions so just take the ones that fit with the areas that you're having problems with we can get dysregulated in the evening when we're um when we're having stress during the day maybe overeating at nighttime and i really recommend a regular bedtime this is a big way, a big uh, way to manage, manage quote unquote food because you have a bedtime that's regular. And so then you're not staying up late to eat because you have more of this regular bedtime, regular wake up time. It really regulates your body in a way that will serve you well and will serve you well with food at nighttime and also during the daytime. The other thing I recommend is start noticing what foods work for you in the evening. And what are the times? I've been finding this more and more lately is that I'm noticing that when we have things going on and we eat later in the evening, later for me would be like eight o'clock that I, um, I tend to be overly full for the night. And so it's like, I'm finding that that's a little late for me to eat. Um, About 8.30 is a little late for me to eat. And so I've been really focused on making sure that eating time comes a little earlier in the evening so that I am not having this problem with eating later in the day because then I'm hungrier and then my tummy's too full and then I go to bed not uh not feeling right because I I have more food that I've eaten. The other thing that I would recommend to deal with this is to notice when you're hungry in the evening. Remember I told you my story about the diet that said at the end of the day, um, if you've eaten all of the food that was in your allotment for the day, just go to bed. And I just refuse to do that. What I've come to find out is that if I'm hungry in the nighttime, I need to eat something. And what I've found, because I've done all of my uh, food mood logs to see what works for me, is I know that there are certain foods that work for me, and those are what I do. And I know that they'll feel good in my tummy, I can still sleep well, and they, they fill me up in a way that I don't wake up in the middle of the night. This was what was happening for me is I was waking up in the middle of the night and I was working with a nutritionist and what we realized was that I was going to bed hungry sometimes. And we decided that having a little, what I had was a little protein and a fat a little before bedtime, just a little bit. And it helped me sleep because then I wasn't hungry. I wasn't waking up hungry in the middle of the night. So those are some ideas that I wanted to give you. So what could be your takeaway with this? Because you know I always love a good takeaway. Is what is your nighttime eating looking like? Is it a problem for you? And what does it look like? Because if you figure out what's happening or what's going on, then we can backtrack it and use some of the ideas I was telling you about looking at your feelings, looking at your routine throughout the day, looking at whether you're eating enough food throughout the day. I don't even think I said that one is, are you eating enough food throughout the day and not coming home starving at nighttime? That's a lot of what happens on diets is that we don't eat during the day. I remember like not having any food between 12 o'clock and and six o'clock and coming home starving. And then I would do that kind of bite lick 
lick and taste thing where, you know, you're eating as you're making the food because you're so hungry. I don't let that happen anymore. I don't come home from work overly hungry like that because it just doesn't work. I have to have a snack during the day. But once again, this is my pattern. So looking at your pattern and what works for you with food and not getting too hungry. Lots of suggestions. I'm going to write this all in a blog too. So we'll have a little bit more suggestions for all of you on what to do. And uh, when that gets done, I'll, I'll put it up in the Feed Your Soul community on Facebook. So there, those are the things I wanted to go over with you tonight. And also just to recognize that I get you. I get that this is a problem and I get that it can really feel uncomfortable and really feeling like you don't know what to do. So I really recommend is put in the comments what you're experiencing, what's going on, what are you trying new and different. DM me on Facebook because I'd love to hear what you're experiencing and and let me know what's going on. I also really recommend you join us in Emotional Eating Solutions. It's our eight-week course that we have. It's virtual. We're, we're doing it live right now where we're doing all of the modules together. And it's really good. It's, it's all the latest information that I have to give you. And it will help you look at food differently. Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, you don't get the different results. This is literally a different way to do it. And we focus on using what we call intuitive eating. So it's really about getting back in touch with your body and moving off of this um, structured mindset that really is with the diet mindset. And it works. It works. There is so much freedom that my clients tell me they have when they eat this way and they have food in its proper place as nourishment and nurture themselves in different ways. Nurture their feelings and nurture their mind, body, spirit in a way that is fulfilling and then they don't have to overeat. So I recommend you guys check us out, Emotionally Eating Solutions. I will give you the um, link in the comments and let me know what you're trying differently with your nighttime eating because I love hearing everybody's tips and tricks because I can always use some more ideas. Um, this was not an exhaustive list by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm Kim McLaughlin. I am so glad you're listening to us tonight and I look forward to having some more live conversations with you. Bye everyone.